Let's go to John 16. John 16. We will flow tonight. I don't know. I, I just don't. Uh, I mean, I, <laughs> let me say it in this manner. Uh, you know, before this corona thing and many things changed, uh, when I was invited to speak to uh, like KSCF, that that uh, Gladys Mkami would make sure that she wanted me to speak about the Holy Spirit. And I, I, I just enjoyed it. He said, Pastor, will you please speak about the Holy Spirit? I said, yeah, I'll do so. <laughs> I'll enjoy doing that. The Holy Ghost. Amen. The Holy Ghost. Do you know what is, what, what is his first name? Huh? Holy Holy. So if we're going to walk in, in him and see his power and manifestation, we have to pursue what? I didn't hear you. Holiness. That's what it is. Hallelujah. So your testimony is growing stronger and stronger. Have you walked in that freedom? Praise God. You want me to share you the tes- your testimony to them? Let me see over here. Do I have connection here? I don't know. Let me see. Praise God. I don't think if I carried my phone over here. Oh, I hope I will get. Yeah, I think. Oh, yeah. Had mass on me. Uh, you remember last Wednesday, those of you who are here. Those of you who are here. Yeah. When I, I, I was praying, you know, at some point we started praying and then I knelt. And then as I prayed, I had it inside of me, and I gave that word of knowledge, and she responded. But then she wrote me an email the following morning. I'm so delighted to testify of the instant freedom and release I encountered yesterday at the Wednesday prayer meeting. You specifically addressed my need during the time of prayer. I had to look around to check if there was someone else. Not that I was in doubt, just in awe of how much God loves me, to once again meet my need. I developed an urging fear for knives. I wouldn't want to cut out anything just for the fear that the knife would stab me on the left rib or cut me deeply or something blood would happen. It had become very tormenting. Immediately it was time to cook. The whole scenario would start playing out. Can you, can you imagine how the devil is? I mean, the, the devil is a, a tormentor. And, and oh boy, and then I was planning to throw away all my knives and think of ways of not using a knife in my house or use a butter knife. Can you imagine that? I can't imagine. <laughs> but it says the previous night, that was on Tuesday, so the Tuesday night before we came here for Wednesday prayer, I remember holding my head and praying, asking God to set me free from that recurring fear. I was looking forward to the closing section when you tell us to take some time and pray in tongues. I kept hearing the word rest and peace. I thought they were for us as we prayed or that I was addressing another issue. I wasn't thinking about knives at that moment. Uh, and, and you know what? The enemy, it's not you who had been thinking about the knives. You understand? So the enemy knows that there's deliverance coming. Can tell. So what will he do? He won't be bothering you in that moment until you come out of that presence. That's exactly what he does. He's a deceiver. Uh, and then scriptures, 
scriptures that, that rose up in my heart were, my yoke is easy, my burden is light, not by might, nor by power, but my spirit, by my spirit. I also heard the word, those that believe enter rest, and so I need to labor to enter that rest. Meditating through that this morning, I now know why I had those words. God has set me free up for a manifestation. When you prayed for me, I felt something leave my head, and it was lighter. I also experienced such a warm embrace of God's love, an assuring, coming love. I carried this experience home and couldn't sleep till very late. I just wanted to stay and bask in that love. I know, I know, I know for sure that I'm free from the fear of nights forever. I'm believing God to become one amazing cook for his glory. Please cook for us. <laughs> Is that amazing? And you've, you've not had that. Yeah, praise God. Hallelujah. He whom the Son says free, free indeed. That's exactly what he does. Um, I had a certain minister say that there's so many supernatural things that happen, but believers miss them out because they don't, they don't pay attention to, to the Holy Spirit. Uh, and, and to walk in the spirit. That was a supernatural thing right there in the meeting. Now, now it may not have been manifesting that way they were manifested to her, but don't you know that the same power is available to manifest whatever your situation is, meet that situation. And much of it actually is the work of the Holy Spirit in our hearts. I never ever take these meetings for granted. I, I come prepared. I pray, I listen to the Lord. I can prepare. And, and, and sometimes I just don't know how they're going to flow, and many times, and I just believe God for it to flow. And we do our part, we pray, we minister the word, we do our part, but also and meet the needs of people. Your needs are met. I've, I've had people actually... Uh, years later, they say, oh, I wish I'd go and have an opportunity to be in those meetings. Because the supernatural work has been taking place. You're being fed. You're growing. You're being stimulated. Your faith is being stimulated that you may, you may endeavor to know the Lord more. For me, that's the most important thing. I, I really do believe this, and I have so many young people in here. I really do believe that what you need to do as a young person, and every one of us, that you must have seasons that you seek the Lord more. You separate that time and you want to seek the Lord more. You start putting out, having, doing, making some sacrifices. It can be food, it can be sleep. And just say, God, I want, I want to take a moment and just seek you more. As, as a young person, it will be very easy for you to know exactly what God wants you to do. People can tell you, even your parents tell you what you want to do. They, you, they think. <laughs> we do believe to hear. But, but, but it's very important when you hear it yourself from the Lord. Because it changes everything concerning your life and you'll become so focused and move in the direction that God wants you to take. So, praise God. Let's go to John 16, 13. However, let's start from verse 12. 
I still have many things to say to you. Remember last Sunday you were talking about the Holy Spirit and, and, and I want us to, to get right in there and, and flow more and, and hear more and see more. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. Uh, Jesus said this, I have things to tell you, but you cannot bear them. You cannot because the things, I have the things to tell you, but the limitation is your ability to receive them. You, you don't want God to do that, to tell you. I have things to tell you, but the, the, the only limitation I have is your ability to receive them. Jesus said that, and also Apostle Paul said the same. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, when he said, uh, he said, I could not speak to you as uh, spiritual people. You know, that I have things to tell you, but I am limited by your ability to hear. I'm limited by your ability to receive. Oh, God. And that's why I said some weeks ago, praying in tongues enlarges your ability or your capacity to receive from God. You see that? It enlarges. And, and as I've said, those moments that you set aside that you want to pray, you want just to seek the Lord, God says this, when you do that, you're enlarging your capacity to receive more from me. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me show you something about God's generosity. If I'm doing something that I've not been able to do before, and I'm doing it in the name of the Lord, I'm exactly doing that. I'm opening myself, I'm stretching out myself, and I'm opening up myself to enlarge my capacity to receive what he has for me. Why? The whole kingdom, the whole thing about you talking about God is love. And when you're talking about love, you're talking about his generosity. So the time I take, the time I'm spending in his presence is this. I'm enlarging my capacity to receive more from him. And I am actually, I am receiving his thoughts. I'm receiving his, his way of thinking and, and that I may operate as I ought to operate. That reminds me like a tree planted by this, the, the rivers. It keeps receiving. Keeps receiving. Why it is positioned. <laughs> so that's what he said. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, thank God for Jesus. He said, you can't bear them now. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. Now think about this. When he has come, he will guide into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority. And this is what he said. The way for him, the way he's going to guide you is by him speaking to you. So that makes even a crucial thing right there is you need to hear him. You need to hear him. 
Because this is how he is going to get it. However, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. And then he says this. This is not all. He said he will guide you into all truth. So he said he will guide you. And then the next thing he says, for he will not speak on his own authority. This is what it means. He will be speaking to you. This is the way he's going to guide you, by speaking to you. By speaking to you. So where, where does that put you and I? Then this is very important, to, important thing for you to do, to hear him. To hear him. Our hearing. Our hearing of him speaking to us is the way he will guide us. Is the way he will lead us into all truth. He will, he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. So all that we're seeing around that is him speaking, him speaking, him speaking, and all what we need to do is us hearing and hearing and hearing, because he'll guide us into all truth, and, and he will not speak on his own authority. What he has heard, he will speak to you. And what he has spoken to you, he says not only that, but he will show you things to come. He will show you things to come. That means then if I'm hearing him constantly, nothing will catch me unawares. If I'm hearing him constantly. Now, I know things will be things, I mean the devil causes all kind of chaos. But as long as we can hear his voice, we know the story. We know the end of the story. I've heard him. <laughs> you remember, I've told you some, several times, say, no, many times. I say, no, I already heard him concerning that situation and the devil has no upper hand. It's too late. He's too late. That's how we're supposed to walk. And, and look at this. When you've walked with him and you've listened to him and you've been hearing him, when a situation like a situation that is so difficult shows up, this is what happens. We have peace. And the peace and calmness is a way to receive his assurance concerning that situation. Just his peace and calmness, this is what he's saying. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Oh, yeah, yes, Lord. Then look at this. I'm with you, so what do, you, what do I need to do? What do you need to do? He can tell you, just be still. Don't do anything. I'll fix this for you. Or I, you hear now his instruction. Do this, one, two, three, concerning this situation. He say, thank you, Lord. I will do exactly that. You know, I've looked at the scriptures over the years, over the years. I think the first time after I gave my life to Christ several, uh, two, three years, I started looking at the scriptures, I started realizing this. Abraham was a human being like you and I. Oh, let's start with uh, all the others. Uh, the, um, Enoch was a human being like you and I. Now, Noah was a human being just you and I. He set his heart to, to know God and to obey him in his generation. And he had God. The whole thing about Noah being saved with his family was because he had God. 
And look at this. This is a big thing. Because everyone, do you know actually everyone in this earth, actually, in one way or another has heard the Lord? Why? Because God is just. But again, there is a place of seeking and wanting to know what he is saying so that if one is a non-believer, God will give them an opportunity to get born again. I was reading, I was listening today of a, a Palestinian woman, how she, she God, uh, Jesus appeared to her. But see, there's a desire that she says just inside of her, she wanted to honor God. And she started even looking at the Quran and finding out how can I find this God. And then finally Jesus appeared to her and she gave her life to Christ and she's on fire. <laughs> Anti-Hamas and all the people, those, those kind of, and, and pro-Israel. I mean, she's on fire, on fire uh, for God. That's a Palestinian woman. But what's the difference? She started seeking. Now look at this then. So Noah... I say this, big part here, wonderful, it is. And I believe it's for every opportunity for every human being on this earth, whether they know it or not, is they hear God. But look at this. The second th thing is this, which now causes a distinction, uh, causes a distinction, is this, obeying, obeying. Obeying. I've heard him. Am I obedient to what I've heard? That whole generation during Noah's time, the, the preacher of righteousness, the Bible calls him, he preached to them. He told them the rain will be coming. <laughs> rain. What is rain? What about now in our generation? Jesus is coming soon. Yeah, they've heard that before. Can you get something else to tell us? That rapture is coming so soon. Gone into all eternity. So look at this, very important. Hearing is so crucial. Very crucial as a believer. Now, it's, everyone will hear. But look at this now. For you as a believer, even you come to another level because it's actually your right your redemption right to hear your, the voice of your father. Now look at this. Then when you hear, this is very important, obey. I think every parent likes an obedient child. They hear and they obey. They hear and obey. So there is the hearing and obeying. So the, the way to increase your capacity to another, to another level, to another degree, to another dimension is by not only hearing, but your endeavor to obey. <laughs> Sometimes I've heard things about people and think, Lord, Lord, where do I begin? Do you really want me to tell this person this? <laughs> yeah, Lord. Yeah, sometimes it's quite, quite a bit, you know, when you know you've heard something and you're thinking, will I tell the person what I've heard? <laughs> In fact, there's an individual recently. I had, I had the Lord speak to me something. Wow, and I thought, Lord, why do I start with this, telling the person? And then I spoke to the person, and then the person told me, uh, uh, 
oh, I'm fine, everything is fine, da, 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 da. And then when I, I hung up, the, the Lord just inside of me asked me, uh, so do you believe what they've told you or you believe what I've, I've told you? Of course I know who to believe. Okay, I have it written down, what I heard from the Lord. The person was everything fine, 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 fine. And when I hung up and said, do you believe what they are telling you or what I've told you? Oh, I know who to believe. The part there is obeying. 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 And then he said, he will guide into all truth. And then verse 14, he will glorify me. This is Jesus talking. For he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. Man, that, that is exciting. <laughs> I read this scripture every day. I'm not reading. I pray it out every day. He will, he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. Oh, let, let me, let's go further. Look at verse 15. All things that the Father has are mine. So look at this. He will take of what is mine, which is equals to what? Come on now. Churches are, you know, you know you, you've known by, by this time, church, in, in, in this kind of speaking to me, I like people who can think. Because <laughs> it's been known, you know, for, for decades or decades or maybe centuries that people in, in, in religious circles, they just don't think. They listen to, and they, they, they take what they have been taught. But look at this. Let's go over here. It says, he will glorify me, verse 14, for he will take of what is mine and declare to you, all things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, therefore I say that you will take of mine, which is equals to? Now you're thinking. You're thinking Christian. <laughs> all all things. Now think about this. This is what he says. Now, this is what the Holy Spirit will do. All things that the Father has is mine. Therefore, he will take of all that things that the Father has, which is mine, and he will, the way he's going to transfer this inheritance is through him speaking to you. The big part there is, here is then is in hearing and obeying. Noah had, he obeyed in his generation. Abraham had, he obeyed. Same thing, God of Moses had, he obeyed. So it's not like anyone who's, you're so, they're, they're different, they're, they're born different. No, they're flesh and blood, but the only thing they did is they had and they obeyed. They had and they obeyed. So look at this then. In your life, what God is looking from us is this. I want you not just to hear. I want you to obey me. That changes everything. That changes everything. So then, then he says, all things that the Father has are mine. Therefore I say that he will take of mine. He will take of mine and declare to you. So then I'll say this. An example. I have here millions and millions and millions and millions of shillings, since we, we use shillings, currency here. Now, I have all of them here. 
And then I say, the only way then I'm going to transfer this to you is by speaking it to you. And the, the way to receive this is by you hearing what I'm going to tell you. Okay. That's like a will to me. The transfer of the will is through first words. So words precede manifestation. Words precede manifestation. You confess it, you'll have it. Words precede manifestation. Now since it's a prayer meeting, I'm taking you somewhere. Let's go to Acts chapter 2. Not me taking you somewhere. The Holy Ghost is taking us somewhere. Let me give honor to who honor. <laughs> Acts chapter 2. Let's read it from the Amplified Version. Oh, no. Not it. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 2. Ah, ha, ha. <laughs> I remember. I remember Mary and Derry saying years ago, I don't know, maybe it's 2007 or 2008, he said, Pastor Davis has to go to that First Corinthians chapter 2. <laughs> and he gets excited. <laughs> Anyone who's noticed? <laughs> when I started going to First Corinthians chapter 2, those are some of the first scriptures I started getting revelation from. And I get excited. I mean, I get to, when I hear someone start saying, would you please go with me in First Corinthians chapter 2? Uh, I smile. I'm looking forward to what are they going to say from those, that chapter. It's powerful. So look at this. Don't forget where we are from, okay? Thinking Christians. All right? Don't forget where you've come from. He will take of what is mine, okay? And he will declare it to you. So then I said what? Precede manifestation or possession of the things that we desire from God. All right? Now look at this then. So, uh, the whole thing is wonderful. But let's go there to, oh goodness, we have to start from verse 9. But as it is written, do you know how it is written? I has not seen nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things, the things, the things which God has prepared for, for those who love him. When you think about things, can't you think about this? All. He will reveal to you, he will take all that belongs to me. All that is mine and declare to you. So he says, it's all things that are mine which are rightfully yours. The things. I had Pastor Wade years ago teach about God talk. Things. He was calling them God talk. Anyway, and then he says this verse 10. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. Now he comes right there. He comes there. For the spirit searches all things, yet the deep things of God. Okay then, if we're searching all things, yet the deep things of God. Do you remember we've come from in, in John chapter 16? He's searching all things, yet the deep things of God. For who? For God? For who? For believer. I do believe then he does this. He takes pleasure in the ones, he takes pleasure in the ones who are seeking. Because now, 
He searches all things, just the deep things of God. And here comes a believer. He wants deeper things. He wants deeper things. And the Holy Spirit says, come on now. You've just gotten into the game. This is my game. This is, my, this is, this is where actually I have, uh, oh, that's the word I'm looking for, you know. Oh, I'm a major in this. I've majored in this, in showing you deep things. So it says this, that revealed to us through his spirit, for the spirit such, all, such as all things, yes, the deep things of God. Remember, he will take all that is mine and declare it to you, so the diligence of it is, oh, it's just allowing him through us to search what is ours in that situation and reveal it to us. And that gives the Father his pleasure. Now, and then he says, uh, For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Now, verse 12, now, we have received not the spirit of the world. When I say that, I say, thank God not. We have not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit was from God that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. The Holy Spirit has come that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. And the way he's going to do, to, to, to lead us into these things, he's going to guide us into all truth. He will take, he will speak to us. He will tell us this about these things. So if we are in tune with him, we're just like avocado tree. In its season, you keep bearing fruits. Every season. Every season we are in, we're bearing fruit. That's why a walk of a believer being led by the Holy Spirit, it becomes better and better and better and better. Every year. If you are the same next year, then you are not walking in the Spirit of God, by the Spirit of God. But say, I'll not be the same. <laughs> yeah? Because that's ought to be that way, people. It's so much, it's so clear here in the world. Now look at this then. Um, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but where are we? Okay. Then uh, we are in, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit is from God. And the whole purpose that we may know the things that have been freely given to us of, uh, by God. These things, you know my next question. What is the next question? Which things? <laughs> These things. Which things? Come on. Which things? The things that have been freely given to us by God. These things, the which things, the things that have been freely given to us by God, we also speak. Words given by the Holy Spirit which precede manifestation of the will of God in our lives. That's why our here, I do believe this then, our main purpose to hear, I mean, when we hear, we don't just keep quiet. We need to repeat those words by faith. We mix our faith with them, with those words, and speak them out and expect the manifestation, will of God 
in our lives. So the Holy Spirit came to give us words. And I like saying this, words precede action. I mean, can I put it so clear? I mean, so easy? I mean, so simple? A, B, C, one, two, three. Yeah, you just didn't show up here. Anyone who you sat there and said, you mean I'm in church? And that's Pastor Davis, is that so? You're asking uh, Miss Esther behind it, is that, is that Pastor Is this church? We'll look at psychiatrists quickly. Or, no, we'll, we'll cast out some things. But look at this. Look at this then. You thought about it. In fact, if someone asked you, where will you be at 6 o'clock? I want to talk to you. Now I'll be in charge. Wars came fast before you came over here. What about your future? Wars go. Now look at this. You made up your mind and you said it. Maybe you said it today. Today I have to go for prayer. Then for, for prayer. Then wars went out. Action, you're here because of those wars. You spoke them. Even if you didn't think, you thought of them. But if someone has to say, no, I won't be around, I'll be going somewhere, I'll be going somewhere. Wars, your wars came before you came. Your wars should go to in your future before you go there. Create the world that you want to live in. Glory to God. That's the whole part. Create the world that you want to live in. Words. 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 Now, we are going to a highest form of words. Remember, the whole purpose of the Holy Spirit is he will take what is mine. He will not speak in his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. What is he saying? And the words that you hear, then him speak to you. These words, these words, which, which the Holy Spirit gives you, is these things you also speak. These things that the Holy Spirit has spoken to us, we also speak. Why? If I've received his words, and I've conceived his words, and I'm speaking his words, I will have his results, and I will live the life that he thinks I should be living. That's easy. Come on now, which was? What future? What future? A sure foundation that is unmovable. Now, okay, so are we still in verse 13? Or oh, like we say in Kenya, are we together? Are we together, Miss Esther? Okay, we are together. <laughs> now look at this then. These things we also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Now he's taken his back to that same John 16. These words are words which not man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches. What? These words which the Holy Spirit teaches, he says, I want you to speak these words. Then when you speak 
These words that the Holy Spirit teaches, then you walk in what the will of the Father is. And look at this then. When the Spirit, you, um, our, like we, we read in verse 12, that there are things I want to tell you, but the limitation is your ability to receive. You can hear them. But then there's one who's coming then, when he comes to you, he enlarges your ability or your capacity to receive from me. And the more you take his words that he speaks to you and declare them, then, and obeying them, you are enlarging even the capacity more for you to receive from him. And the more you receive, the more you'll speak, and the more you'll walk in my will. Oh, that's exciting right there. I don't know if it is to you. It is to me. Now, so then, let's look at some of those words. Now, I, I, it can be either, you see that I'm speaking to you words of, of, of the Holy Ghost. It's the word of God with a known language. But since we're in a prayer meeting, let's go then to the other part. Okay, let's go to Acts chapter, chapter 2. And believe God tonight for words of heaven concerning our nation. Amen. Amen. Concerning our nation. Concerning the peace of Jerusalem. Concerning this church. Concerning the church of God in this nation and the nations of the world. That we may believe for words from heaven. So when I'm praying then, I need to be paying attention to what he's going to tell me. And not only when I'm praying... When I'm walking around, I'm telling you the truth. To honor God. God is so gracious and merciful that especially I've seen in this, in, in this season, I'm getting answers from God quickly. Quickly. That has amazed me. In fact, in fact uh, we were discussing something with the leaders last, last evening. And I said, we need to pray about that. Then I said, uh, then, uh, I said, Elder Francis, go ahead and pray. And then he prayed. And then I went, after, after I've prayed, I'm, I'm learning. I've been learning for the last 24 years and I'm still learning. Well, after I've prayed, I don't want to be carrying that thing in my head. I have... I didn't have the answer. That's why I've turned it over to the one who has all the answers. I have requested. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplications, let your requests be made known to God. Okay? And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding shall keep your, your mind and your heart in Christ Jesus. And then it goes, or oh, several things are true, or oh, several things are pure and order. Then keep your mind right there, your thinking of good things and all that. So I, uh, then we prayed and then turned it over to the Lord and then I went to sleep. And then I woke up in the morning and just reading the scriptures and it was such a different kind of a morning uh, in, in reading the scriptures. It was so different. Then I asked, uh, I asked the Lord, Lord, tell me about that situation. And he answered that quickly, quickly, just that. I said, oh, yeah, okay, Lord, I see that. Then I went to the scriptures and he, uh, I said, yeah, I see that. And I went to another version of the scripture and said, yeah, Lord, thank you, that's it. 
And then I asked, God, this is one of the fastest answers that I've received from me. <laughs> and, and, and I had this. Did I not tell you the other day that things that have taken long, you'll, you'll hear them, they'll manifest quickly because of the divine acceleration. I remember saying, say, oh yeah, okay, Lord, thank you. Thank you. I believe it's for everyone. Whoever has ears to hear. You remember that day when uh, we were talking on something, you know, in the evening, and, and, then, uh, and then I went to sleep, and then I woke up in the morning and I said, tell me about this, I want to tell you something. You remember that? that and, 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 and she looked at me and said, I, I know what it is. The Lord already spoke to me. If you don't tell me, I won't tell you. She told me, I told her. <laughs> and it was so good, actually. Was that just... Was, Really, I got an answer. When, how did I get that answer? I got it in, in, a, in a dream. I got in a dream. I got that answer in a dream. I, I went to sleep even, you know, several nights I'm, I'm, I'm having, and she knows that we pray this. Father, our bodies are resting. Our minds, we believe, our souls just resting. But our spirits are open to receiving instruction from you, and we believe we hear as we sleep tonight. And I dream or I can wake up, and as I'm waking up, I'm hearing something, and I'm ready to write down and write down and write down. Praise God. Why was I saying this? Some, there's a, there's, somewhere I was heading with that. Glory to God. Let's pray in the Holy Ghost right now. And with an intention, just where you are, just pray, pray, and and just let, let's believe God for you to hear something. Ikadia sarade boshere kesaki. Yendi asadast. Glesta tasade. Debrade kela kekeda baraste de kesaki rastobad. Eda lela. Geda brastaste kekeda baraste de kesaki keda kayata bastorosha. Shebrochade. Shebrochade. Shebrochade, Shebrochade, Gedake, 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 Rasta Sabastia, Yekeda Kanje, Kadabaya, Kadabaya, Kadabaya Sebasti, Kadabaya Sedesta, Kadabaya Sedekakida, Kandebroja de Keshade, Yaha, Sade, Saheya Sebo Shareka. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Let's go to Acts chapter 2 now in that Amplified Classic. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. In Acts chapter 2, I think you've heard me read it and read it and read it and read it and it gets, it's exciting every time. Now, don't forget where we started from. John 16. All right? We see Jesus, our ability, how to enlarge our capacity to receive. It's by the Holy Ghost. And the way he's doing it through words. The words that you'll hear and you'll speak to us. And then we've seen that in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 about those words. He's revealing them to us so that we may speak them. All right? So we've seen that. All right, now, let's go then to Acts chapter 2. And let's see then these words also. Because he, he has this, 
he has accurate words concerning the will of the Father for you. Uh-huh. Okay, don't forget, words do what? Precede what? Manifestation, okay? Don't forget that. So, every scripture that we have read, we've read on purpose. Okay? So, every scripture that we have read, we've read on purpose. All right? Can I get some response? All right, okay. Now, look at this then, verse 1. Acts chapter 2, verse 1. And when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all assembled together in one place. Those are the disciples. When suddenly there came a sound from heaven, like the rushing of a violent tempest blast, and it filled the whole house in which they were sitting. I'm looking forward to the time that we gather in church and the Holy Ghost falls that magnitude. You know, there are people usually in church this way. And to see them being thrown around <laughs> completely changed them. <laughs> You've seen people who are really quiet in church. <laughs> and look at this. And they appeared to them tongues resembling fire, which were separated and distributed and which settled on each one of them. When you are dealing with the Holy Ghost, there's fire. There's fire. And I'm telling you, the fire of God will grow inside of you. And, 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 and you, 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 will, you will see some things and you can keep quiet. Why there's the right, righteous, righteousness inside of you which wants to speak. And change that whole situation. And look at this then uh, in verse, verse 4. So remember words, yeah? All right? And they were all filled, diffused throughout their, their souls. That's what Jesus was telling them. Now he's coming. In John 16, we saw that from verse 13. With the Holy Spirit and began to speak. Hmm. He came upon them and they began to speak. He came upon them. And they began to speak. Really, a spirit-filled believer then as it's very important, really, if I'm living a spirit-filled life, it's very important then it is also visible through the words that I speak. Words that I speak. So he says, the Holy Spirit began, uh, the, with, with the Holy Spirit, they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak. Let's go to John 16. We haven't still, then we'll come back over there. Praise God. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he'll guide you into all truth. This is how he's going to guide you into all truth. And this is what he's going to do. He will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he'll tell you things to come. So in the day of Pentecost, they received the Holy Spirit. Remember Jesus said, he will speak. He will guide into all truth. He will not speak on his own authority. But whatever he hears, he will speak and he'll tell you things to come. And he says, when the Holy Spirit came upon them, this is what it means. They started speaking because they had words in them. Why would you say that? Oh, let's go back to Acts chapter 2. We'll go back and forth until we see that. They had words in them. 
Acts 2, verse 4. And they appeared, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit, you know, throw their souls with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak in other different tongues, languages, different foreign languages, tongues, as the Spirit kept them giving a clear and loud expression in each tongue in appropriate words. So the Holy Spirit in them was giving them words. The words that he didn't speak in his own authority, he had those words. He had from the Father, remember it says this, all that which the Father has is mine. So he had from the Father, spoke to the hearts of the, of the, the disciples, or the, those ones who are gathered, the 120, and when they had those words, they started speaking. Was preceding manifestation. 3,000 souls gave their lives to Christ. What destiny of the world now was being changed because they are new creation people. People, new creation people coming into existence on the face of the earth. And the way they are changing the world is by the words that they are hearing from the Holy Ghost and speaking. Praise God. Is that saying something to you? So look at this, then it changes everything concerning our prayer. Prayers, then you should, is hearing the words of the Holy Ghost and praying them out accurately. That's why my prayer time first is in the Holy Ghost. Father, I do thank you because, and I'll say what the word of God says, and as I pray these words, I'm praying them by faith. The Holy Spirit is giving me words to speak by faith concerning this situation. And I start praying in the Holy Ghost. What am I doing? I'm enlarging my capacity to receive accuracy concerning that situation. But the words of the Holy Ghost coming out of my mouth, they are preceding me and they're making a way for me or they're making a way for whosoever I am interceding for. I thought you were going to stand up, shout, dance, 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 dance. Amen. That's what you're going to do with all this truth that you've heard. <laughs> you didn't do it of that. You're about to do it. Okay. <laughs> do you see that? Do you see that? Now, that brings me to a place of then how important then praying in tongues is. Very important. Because we've seen the whole purpose, the, the holy, I mean, not the, everything, but it's come is to give us words of heaven. Are you seeing that? It's to give us words of heaven. Let me give you an example. Word of knowledge, like what I was telling you last week, like word of knowledge, like an example. That word of knowledge is what a what was in the mind of the father concerning her situation, her, the will of God. And what did the, the, the Holy Spirit do? He took that mind of the father in that situation and spoke it to me, and I spoke it, and she received it, and she got deliverance. Yeah? Come on now. Same, she got, she got deliverance than the situation. So then what, what, what happens in every situation? In fact, you need to be thinking, God, I'm reading, I'm studying your word. Thank you for your words. 
and concerning this situation that I'm facing, I'm believing you for the words to speak to this situation. Mark 11, you remember the faith? Let no man eat, free, eat this tree from you. <laughs> Let no man eat fruit from you ever again. All right? You remember, those are wars. Those are wars. What did they do? They went to that situation and dried the fig tree. Wars. Wars. Whose words? Jesus said, I don't say anything except that which I've heard my father say. So he spoke. How was he hearing the words of the father? He got baptized in the Holy Spirit, and therefore he was speaking words of the father. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Then, ooh, you need to get praying now. I want, to, I want us to release those words tonight. Every one of us. You qualify to have those words of the Holy Ghost and speak them out. First Corinthians chapter, th- chapter 14. So now I say, Father, words for this nation, words for the president, words, words. And, and you go first to the written will of God concerning the nation, you know, concerning whatever your situation. Go to the written word of God. It's already there. And then he will, <laughs> I, had, I had someone a certain minister said this, I thought, yeah, that's powerful. Let me see if I'll say it as I had it. God spoke his words, which is his word. Is that so? And he gave, and therefore, like your Bible, so these words which he spoke, they were written. Okay? So he had results through the words that he spoke, and he, he helped men with wisdom, and then they wrote his words down so that you may take his words written and speak them. He spoke them, and they were written for you and I to take those words and for us to do what? To speak them. And he said, no, his words, remember, are life. Okay? Then we take his life and put it in our mouth so that you may have his life. All right? So he called it mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. That's what it is. Mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. How do we do that? We take those words. They have life. We have his words in our mouth. We speak them. We have the same results. No wonder Paul says, let you boss, boss of the Lord. <laughs> nothing else, nothing, nothing. No one is superhuman, but we have a great God. Amen? When you are facing the devil, say, hey, devil, I'm not superhuman, but I have a great God. And because of a great God, I have the name of Jesus. And I use my authority in that name. And because of the great God, we have great results. Amen. That's victory. Now, where did I tell you to go? Good student. Thinking Christian. 
Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may profess. And then he says this, For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men but to God, for no one understands him. However, in the spirit, he speaks what? Where are those mysteries coming from? From the Holy Ghost. Where did he get them from? From the Father. Now look at this there. Oh, I like the way Pastor Wade used to do. When are we having some whiteboard here? I'm kind of like almost now going towards whiteboard. Yesterday I was in staff meeting and I was just drawing in tongues. And they got the interpretation. But think about this then. Think about this then. Here's the Father. Can you see that? Huh? He speaks to the hearts of a believer. All right? By the Holy Ghost. Are you seeing the heart of a believer? The, the Holy Ghost. And then he says, so he's spoken his words and they are transferred to my heart by the Holy Ghost. Okay? Then I start taking those words that he has spoken and I speak them back to him. It's a covenant. <laughs> Constant flow from heaven to earth, earth to heaven, from heaven to earth, earth to heaven. The devil fears that. Because there's constant transfer of power of God through words which have been received by believers and they're speaking out by faith. So actually, remember what Jesus said, the kingdom of God is within you. So then we are carrying the king's domain around us. Did you know that situation then around us change? Because we have the words of the Father. So when you're speaking out mysteries, you're speaking out those wars. And look at this. They are affecting our atmosphere and we have the backing of the kingdom of which we belong to. It's the back, we are being backed up. God says, yeah, these are my wars. And you know what happens to my wars? So shall my word be that goes out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please and it shall prosper in that. The smartest believer is the one who hears God and obeys. That's it. Okay, so you're seeing that. So those mysteries, they are, they've been spoken to you by the Holy Ghost and they are coming out by, through, through, your, through your mouth by the Holy Ghost. It defeats the whole, I mean, the devil completely. Let's go quickly then to then this one, the last one that we pray. Romans 8. Romans 8. He says this uh, in verse, verse 26. Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses, for we do, not know what, we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Okay? Look at this verse 27. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is. Who is that who searches the heart? It's God the Father. Because he makes intercession for the saints. Who? The Holy Spirit makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And I told you some weeks ago and in the past, according to God. The will of is italicized, so then it is according to God. So the Holy Spirit makes intercession which actual words coming out of the mouth of a believer according to God. So then do you know what the place is the devil? Defeated. 
Why? His enemy is a spirit-filled believer because God is having to rule on this earth through that believer. God cannot walk on this earth. Do you know that? Huh? Until he puts on what? A physical body, and we are the members of the body of Christ. So actually, God has been walking. God has been sitting in this room. And now he's about to do the work on earth, and it boggles the mind of the devil because he doesn't know how to act. Again, I thought you said, Amen, Pastor. Amen. Glory. Ooh, ooh. But he just didn't do any of those. Let's go to, to, to James 5 and then let's make that tremendous power available, okay? Hallelujah. Now then, no wonder then it can be said. In, Acts, in James chapter, chapter 5, I'll, go, I'll not read the whole of it, but in verse 16, it says the latter part of it, the earnest the honest, is it there? The honest, the latter part of verse 16. The honest, heartfelt, continual, prayer of a righteous man, makes, makes what? Are you seeing that? Tremendous what? Power. Tremendous power. Available. Dynamic in its working. That's the Holy Ghost. That, that, that's the Holy Ghost. That's a huge engine. <laughs> and we are more than two here. Amen? We are more than one. Two or three, uh, the Bible says we can. Let's make that tremendous power available tonight. Amen? Just let the Holy Ghost just speak those words, speak those mysteries tonight, and, 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 and let's see results. And remember what I spoke to you last week? We expect what? Huh? Thank you. You have, you have some water? <laughs> Manifestation. We expect what? Manifestation. Manifestation. All right, are you ready? Yes. Okay, let's get some words here for the, the country, for this nation tonight, for the president. Don't you think the president needs some prayers? Huh? <laughs> he does. <laughs> he needs prayer. Let's get some, some words here concerning the church. Even Victory Faith Church. Leadership. Pastor Carl, myself, and all leaders. Let's get some words here concerning the church in this nation. Because we agree? Yes. All right, stand up on your feet, please. Words. Expect words. And expect in was speaking out in the spirit, but expect them with a known language also. Mm. Okay? That's what the Bible says, First Corinthians chapter 14, I think verse 13 over there, the latter uh, verses there, that you expect them to interpret. Amen. You expect words to come out of you. Be refreshed, people, tonight. Okay? Yes. So, Father, we do thank you and praise. Thank you, Father. Thank you for showing us how the Holy Ghost in us, in us, is helping us with the words from heaven. Forgive us for every disobedience. 
where we have disobeyed you when we've known your will and we've not done it. We open our hearts tonight, Father. And we humble ourselves before you. And, and again, we ask you to baptize us afresh and fill us with words from heaven. Thank you for the manifestation of your spirit in this place. The manifestation of the will of heaven. Answers also to questions that you've had. Thank you for words for this nation, for the president and all those in, in authority. Thank you for words concerning this church, for Pastor Carla, for the will of God concerning this church and all that have been called here. And thank you for words, Father. Words concerning the nation, this nation, the nations of the world, the church in this nation, and everything because you say the Holy Spirit prays and makes intercession for all saints. Thank you for all what you want to be done here tonight. All what we can do, we, are, we can say we are vessels, and we honor you, Father, and thank you, our Lord Jesus Christ.